0: On the farm today, we look back at one of the ranch management sessions focusing in on polyculture cover crops. Mike Brown, a crops extension specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture, was part of that webinar. He started things off by talking about why producers might want to look at cover crops.
1: There is many different options that you might want to put a cover crop out there um, increasing your root mass opening deep drainage in some compacted soils maybe breaking up a hard pan layer um, increasing your soil carbon nitrogen nutrient retention biodiversity um, weed and disease cycles breaking those up some erosion reduction and potentially increasing uh, or improving your forage quality for grazing livestock there's lots that is still unknown about cover crops. So there's lots of continued research um, in Saskatchewan, as well as Alberta and Manitoba, looking into understanding and evaluating the polycrops under grazing conditions and, and working on expanding the knowledge of them.
0: So where do producers start?
1: First off, you kind of want to set a goal. And um, what I've used for for setting goals is that SMART method. So specific goal, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. So where, what, what is your goal? Are you gonna increase your productivity? Are you looking to improve your soil health, uh, weed control, um, maybe some grazing or reduce some inputs for future crops? Uh, and then identifying your advantages and your limitations. So if you are gonna say do uh, grazing on there is a the limitation. Do you have water uh, available for the livestock? Do you have the ability to move some fencing around there? Then we go into species selection. It can get a little bit trickier when you're doing species selection. Um, there's not a, a ton of information on all the species, and there is still so much we don't know with it. Um, and there seems to be a new species or a new varieties of species coming to the market almost annually. So checking the research on it and seeing uh, what maybe producers in the region that um, your neighbors and things like that, see what they've grown and uh, understand what works in your area. Uh, location can be a big part of that as well too. So soil zones, things that uh, you grow in that swift current area in the brown soil zone, not going to grow as well up in uh, in the Humboldt region near that black soil zone. So depending on um, you know moisture requirements, things like that. Seeding equipment and seeding method is also a a, a key for species selection. So uh, if you don't have the proper equipment to get what you want out of the species that might not be an option to take um a certain species there so let's say uh you you don't have that ability to to deep seed at two inches or something you've only got that option to broadcast and incorporate or vice versa um, some species might not do well with that broadcast and incorporate and might actually need to be seeded. so that's something to be aware of as well. And then residue management. So how much are you leaving behind and, and what are you going to do with it?
0: He noted that there is a lot of research available out there and encourage producers to take a look at it and review it. He wrapped up his presentation by talking about some of the takeaways or golden rules when it comes to cover cropping.
1: So the golden rules of cover cropping from Clayton Robbins here, there are no super plants. Um, there isn't going to be one plant you can throw into a mix that's going to either guarantee huge yields or guarantee you to have the, the most improved soil ever. Um, there are risks involved with cover cropping and it's never one size fits all. So there's going to be differences, like I mentioned previously, going into blends in different soil zones. Um, as well as, you know, farm to farm, field to field, it's all, it, it could potentially all be different. You need to take assessments on what you're, what you're dealing with. And then, need to plan set your uh, set your plans out so looking at your goals again those specific measurable attainable relevant time-based goals get a plan and and work towards it on those goals and then measure so uh, recording what works and what doesn't work from year to year and going back and, and learning from that as well and then the must be profitable doesn't necessarily need to be you know net revenue income but how do you value your nutrient cycling your soil quality Uh, microbial communities Um, you know what kind of time frame are you looking for those returns what are your alternatives and then managing the grazing animals so knowing your nutritional risks and research so research is it's definitely still ongoing with a lot of these uh, these polycrops
0: Mike Brown is a Crops Extension Specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture. Producers looking for more information can check out the full webinar on the Ministry of Agriculture website. For Golden West, I'm Glendale Allen Vossler.